Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Hey guys, I have a podcast that I think you'll really enjoy. Proof, the investigative true crime podcast co-hosted by Susan Simpson of Undisclosed and Jacinda Davis of Evil Lives Here is releasing its highly anticipated second season where they investigate the murder of 18-year-old Renee Ramos. The first season, which if you haven't listened to yet, you totally should, saw the release of two Georgia men serving life sentences for murdering their friend, Brian Bowling. And thanks to evidence unearthed by proof, on December 8th, 2022, both Daryl Lee Clark and Kane Joshua Story were finally freed after 25 years behind bars. With that same investigative drive, Susan and Jacinda are on the case again, and this time, they are on the streets of Manteca, California, to find out who really killed Renee Ramos. In proof, murder at the warehouse, you hear how, on June 5th, 2000, Renee's body was found buried beneath a pile of debris inside a new Home Depot building. And how, despite tips hinting at alternate suspects, her boyfriend, 18-year-old Jake Silva, and 33-year-old Ty Lopez were arrested and convicted of her murder. Fans of true crime and investigative series won't want to miss this riveting new season. Follow the case as Susan and Jacinda uncover long-overlooked evidence about what really happened to Renee, by listening to Proof, Murder at the Warehouse, wherever you get your podcasts. There were two more murders 15 miles when away. Arrived, the found the telephone we have and a weird by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. Love and money can be a strong motive for a crime like murder. On July 18th, 1959, two people who were madly in love but married to others hatched a plan to get their happily ever after and keep all the cash. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Carol Trigoff was introduced to Dr. Raymond Finch three weeks after she was hired as a receptionist at the West Covina Medical Center in California. She heard gossip around the office that he was in an unhappy marriage and that he was dating a few of the center's prettier employees. She was having marital problems of her own, so the two seemed like a match. She quickly became the personal secretary of Dr. Finch and then his lover. By 1959, the two wanted to take their relationship to the next level. The problem was, they were both still married. Divorce seemed to be easy on Carol's end, but Dr. Finch had more to lose. 
Divorce would entitle Finch's wife, Barbara, to half of his estimated $750,000 fortune. And, as she could prove that her husband had been unfaithful, she would be able to take him for much more. The lovers went to Las Vegas, where Carol had gone to work, and started to look for someone who they could hire to seduce Barbara Finch. If there was evidence of her being unfaithful as well, they could countersue. They found self-confessed gigolo John Patrick Cody and began to hatch a plan for seduction that quickly evolved into murder. They paid him a down payment of $350 and a plane ticket, and Cody left on his mission. However, he spent the weekend with one of his several girlfriends and forgot to commit the crime. A few days later, he resurfaced and told them that he had taken care of Barbara. They paid him the rest of the money, $850, only to learn that Mrs. Finch was still very much alive. He confessed that he must have killed the wrong woman, and he'd be sure to do the job right for another couple hundred bucks. On July 18th, around 10 p.m., Dr. Finch and Carol arrived at his home to find Barbara was gone. An hour later, she drove up the driveway, and Finch went outside to speak to his wife. A struggle broke out, and at some point, Barbara Finch was shot dead. Somehow, the couple separated, Finch stole some vehicles, and made his way to Las Vegas, eventually meeting back up the next morning. The same day, Finch was arrested and charged with murder, and Carol was charged 11 days later. When the trial began, differing stories started to come to light. The first story came from the couple's maid, who claimed that she heard Barbara scream and ran to the garage. That's when she saw Dr. Finch standing over his semi-conscious wife, gun in hand. He then slammed the woman's head against a wall and ordered them both into the car. Barbara made a run for it, only to be shot moments later. There were also allegations that Finch regularly abused and threatened his wife. When the doctor took the stand, he told a heartbreaking story of how, after his wife pulled a gun on him, a fight over the weapon forced him to club her over the head. Then, after she ran up the driveway, she took dead aim at Carol, and a further struggle ensued, this time ending in Finch shooting his wife between the shoulder blades in an attempt to toss it away. The two had a heartfelt goodbye that left jurors teary. Carol's story was similar, but told how she watched the events unfold and then cowered behind plants for five to six hours before heading back to Las Vegas alone, not knowing Barbara was dead until hearing it on the car radio. The couple was tried three separate times due to deadlocked jurors, with the final verdict of first-degree murder for Dr. Finch and second for Carol. Both sentenced to life imprisonment. Carol Trigoff was paroled in 1969 and worked at a hospital, while Raymond Finch was paroled in 1971 and kept practicing medicine. While in prison, Dr. Finch sent love letters to Carol, which she left unanswered. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on July 19th. Don't forget to write and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. 
My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.